Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Mitchin Podcast. We're live. We're live. We're live from Centennial Park. Uh, welcome to The Mitchin. This is the weekly podcast about food in Sydney and the people who cook it. I'm with Levens. We're not in The Mitchin today, though. We have gone rogue. I've taken this little city boy out to the bush, uh, the bush being Centennial Park, and we were sitting under a pine tree surrounded by a swarm of bees. Levens, how are you? I'm good, Mike Eggett. Thanks so much for having me on this log. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not the first person to be on my log. <laughs> um, so uh, I decided that I, I, I basically I made a promise that I am not going to do a holiday, me being on holiday episode of The Mitchin for at least six months. That's my promise to you dear listener yeah um, we've we've had too much feedback that let's put everybody to sleep we've lost viewership actually <laughs> too many people just just hated my holidays that's it so to, to appeal to the common man we've come to the bush <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh mike pitched me to this we're gonna do a little a little quick little bonus episode for this week because uh we're gonna be at rootstock all weekend uh, recording interviews with all the different people there. Rootstock is going to be uh, in Sydney at Carriageworks Saturday and Sunday. It's a big focus on natural wine and um, incredible, interesting uh, Australian cooking techniques. Yeah, so if you see either uh, Levens or Mitch walking around with the microphones, please run up, push Mitch over, and then yell out, you know, fucker in the pussy, because that would be <laughs> quite perfect. Mitch would love that. Mitch kind of looks like the guy who, like, if Mitch will probably grow up to be the fucker in the pussy guy. <laughs> Mike, you're going to be the, at Rootstock. Yeah, I'm working. A- I'm working. Uh, I'm doing a few things at Rootstock, so we can't because we don't have a kitchen. We can't really cook so much, but we love Rootstock, so we want to be a part of it. So we're going to do. Uh, we're working in the sake bar, so come and see me if you want to learn about sake. I can tell you it's delicious, and then tell you the color of the sake. And other than that, talk to Maddie because he's the genius and the brains behind it. But I can definitely get you drunk. Uh, I'm doing a coffee talk as well at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Come and hear the insights into coffee in Sydney and the world, and I know nothing about that. So I'm sure the other experts on the panel will have some fantastic insights, and I'll just look like an idiot. Yeah, I didn't even know you were a coffee bro. Uh, I love coffee. I really do. And I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what my... Uh, you just said the extent of your, uh, your 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 talk on it. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, love coffee. I, I'm 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 bringing the Nespresso uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, uh, information. Uh, so the real reason that we're in the park is um, Mike and Gemma are both here from Pinbone, and uh, they have. I, don't, I mean, you guys kind of have this. You've you've accidentally gotten the moniker of uh, being Sydney's foraging experts. Yeah, and so to quash that. 
<laughs> once and for all. We at thought, my expense. At your expense. We <laughs> thought we would come and pick some of the standard things that people will put on their plates from an urban forage. And we're going to just make you eat them and then watch how unimpressed you are by the horribleness. So this is going to be a, a podcast of me making gross noises as I eat gross bits of fucking grass. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think will be hilarious. We should try to get some video footage of this. We got, yeah, we, we got the camera sorted. So um, before we get to that point... Mm. Because I can't wait for it. I'm going to prolong this bit as much as possible. Um, what, what what have I missed the last two weeks I've been away? Uh, yeah, so while you're in Japan, uh, so Ben Greeno has just opened his his joint, which mm-hmm. looks pretty awesome. It's one of about eight openings they're doing in that site over the next 12 months. What is that site? So the Paddington. Right. Um, on Oxford Street. So that's one of the Merivale Ventures. Um, he's just done this amazing sort of pub-like food with uh, giant French rotisseries. I think they're French. So I think that opens to the public last night or maybe even tonight. So pretty excited about it. So by the time this airs on Friday, they'll be cranking. Yeah. So get down and check out Greeno. Is that where previous guest Danielle Alvarez's restaurant is opening inside as well or is it yeah, somewhere else? Yeah. So she's opening next door or like, because they kind of bought like the pub and then like six buildings around it or something like that. Maryvale. Yeah. I, I don't know the facts. So Maryvale can fact check this for us. But yeah, they, they basically bought Oxford Street and they've <laughs> chosen this section to start before they roll out all the rest of the places. Um, and yeah, Alvarez will be opening there shortly, I think in like three or four months. So yeah, I think it will be about 12 months of just sort of openings because Greeno's also got a takeaway chicken shop like on the street, you know, there as well where he's doing like chickens and salads takeaway. And then Daniel's also got like a Cuban style wine bar, I believe. Cuban tapas, I read somewhere. So there's quite a few openings. And then, you know, I think even Ben might have another restaurant opening up, which they're not even telling people about. So uh, if you can't make this opening week of Ben's restaurant, don't worry. You'll have eight new opportunities to make a launch of one of his restaurants in the next year. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a busy man. Uh, uh, how about yourself, man? You, you've been cooking at Tem William these last few weeks. And yeah, um, we're hanging out with Luke Burgess. So I think we had Giovanni, uh, not Pilo, Giovanni uh, Paradiso on yep. uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about Luke who'd taken over and it's been really fun. So cooking with him, he's got... Uh, great way to think about food and it's a totally different style to to us so it's been really fun actually working there and the place is fucking pumping at the moment like it's so busy it's um it's way too much hard work for me <laughs> so yeah it's really good and then we've got uh we've got a golden ticket program running actually at automata for is it our, automata or auto tomato yeah. like we'll get it one day auto trader who cares it's a restaurant it's great uh we're doing a brunch there uh on sunday i oh, know we're doing brunch on a saturday uh, on the the fifth, but this Sunday is actually the last chance to get any tickets because the thing sold out in like ten minutes, right? Yeah, it went kind of viral. Um, so the, the the only way you can get the tickets now is if you win a free ticket because uh, we had this sort of uh, golden ticket program going. So you got like free tickets uh, through Automata. So Clayton's giving away. I think there's still maybe six spots that he's going to give away this Sunday. So if you do want to come to our brunch and if you do want to eat a good meal, go and have. Uh, lunch at Automata this Sunday and you'll win some tickets. What dishes are you putting on the menu at the brunch? Uh, so we... Some Pinbone Classics, right? Yeah, Pinbone Classics. So this whole thing basically came around because Tanya, Clayton's uh, girlfriend, just really wanted to eat the Fregler again and Clayton <laughs> wanted to eat the chicken burger. So those two will be there. So the corn Fregler with the poached eggs on Yum. and the chicken burger will be on and then we'll bring Sydney's back- best chicken burger by a mile. <laughs> the jalapeno on it is so dope. Yeah, thank you. Um, 
and then we're doing the prawn omelette, so the egg white omelette with prawns, and bacon maple tart, and we're going to do donuts as well for dessert. There'll be watermelon juice, coffee by Single Origin, so yeah, pretty cool. And I hear that they're um, they're installing some extra staircases just so it really feels like uh, like like Pinbone for all the staff on the day, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're not actually sitting anyone down on the bottom floor. We're going to put everyone upstairs and make the <laughs> staff. So we've got some of the regulars like Berry. She's going to be there running the stairs. She's really missed that working at Moon Park. <laughs> so now she's back on the stairs. She, is she working at Moon Park at the moment? Yeah, she she does a couple of shifts there. We ate there last night and she was not there. Oh, you ate at Moon Park last night? Yeah, yeah. How was it? Fucking unreal. I haven't eaten there in, in a couple of months. Moon Park is an unbelievable modern Korean restaurant um, in Redfern, one of our favorites, and I uh, definitely want to get some of the guys behind that, Ned and, and Ben, uh, on the podcast Anyone? in the future. Yeah, uh, she's, she actually, she's, she's such a good chef. Such but, a good chef. And yeah. uh, I took my little boy there and uh, they made him uh, like a Korean omelette. Uh, which they adorned with Mickey Mouse ears and uh, he picked it up like a burrito and it fell everywhere it was great <laughs> no more food with Mickey Mouse on the podcast you've been warned we told you <laughs> no but they are just back to Moon Park they are probably uh, I think probably one of the best restaurants in Sydney great wine list great food and great changing menu it was so good to eat an entire dinner of dishes that I'd never uh, besides the rice cakes like always have to get those peanut encrusted rice cakes but, I do uh, I do remember that um myself and Jem would always talk about they were the guys they were the ones that always pushed and they were the ones that we followed like they were the guys that always set a benchmark like their menu is constantly evolving like the pace at which those guys just put together new fantastic dishes like they're the kind of people that really inspire and motivate us like I loved watching the way their cuisine has like like has evolved over the like two years and they were just absolutely people that we just like are inspired by all the time and I, I I ate there not long ago and I put it up on my Instagram but it's as good a meal as I've had in any of the, the countries that I've been travelling in the last couple of years yeah, and it's phenomenal it's super food. cheap it's like really really inventive it's not you could take you could take anyone there it's not confronting in the slightest there's something on the menu for everybody and uh, really su- amazing super ideas super generous people too and generous know? servings too yeah Gen- like, it's one of those places that Sydney needs to like just be so grateful for having yeah, and you put that on a world scale, and we are isolated, and people do, you know, and you're always like a big uh, supporter of killing FOMO, but you know, like uh, people's like ideals of, you know, oh, food's better in New York and better in London and better in Copenhagen and Paris, mate. Sometimes when you go over there and you come back, you like fucking hell, like Moon Park and Acme and all these other places, Esters, LPs, they are like on par with any of those Michelin star places, and you know. I'm, I'm a big supporter. I'm really going to just keep hammering that point until people tell me to shut up. Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so as well as the Pinbone Brunch uh, at uh, Automata, you've also got a Magnus dinner. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're cooking with Magnus Nielsen and the guys from LPs. And that's this Friday. So if this launches on Friday morning, you'll... Tonight? Yeah, yeah it'll be tonight. Are so, there still tickets available? Nah, that one sold out pretty quick. Well, um, uh, for those who uh, will experience FOMO... Um, such as myself, even though I promise my to promise everyone that I don't. Uh, what are you going to be cooking? Uh, so we tried to put together a menu with him that is like it's sort of you know we do, obviously you can't emulate what he does. It's a phenomenal kind of food, but um, I think myself and Gemma and Luke and and Shannon from LPs like it was a great opportunity for us to kind of do a little bit of fine diningy kind of Nordic style food, which is not really our style, and then put our twist on it. So um, we've. Obviously, it's through his book launch, through the Fiden group. Um, so we took a lot of inspiration from his book and and obviously dishes from Fiden. So one of the 
dishes that he does in the book like that I know that he's getting sick of people talking about is you know because they're sort of talking about it in a negative way is like he does there's this classic traditional dish where they have puffin and it's stuffed with cake right and it's like this old dish that he wanted to just throw in there like I think he said like he got kind of shitty in America because people were like only hammering on about the the seal and the whale blubber and all this sort of stuff you know and he was like I put those in because they're like a historic and that it's about the whole of the Nordic cuisine but you know why don't you talk about the dishes that everybody eats you know so I think he does like some weird like um, like old El Paso quiche or something which is really big in Sweden I don't really know <laughs> it's really weird but anyway so we but we wanted to sort of play or pay homage or, or play off those things so Luke um, Powell has got uh, magpie geese from wow. Northern Territory and we're gonna and the magpie geese are up there native and they basically feed on like water chestnuts and mangoes and they're a real pest for the mango farmers so we're gonna make a cake kind of stuffing and use like dried mangoes and water chestnuts and stuff these beautiful like magpie geese galantines so that's our homage to the puffin dish you know what I mean so we're not really like doing it the way Magnus would but we're having a bit of fun um, and then like he has these things like at the front of Favicur and he's got like the moose heads from the moose that they've hunted for that season they sit out there in the cold and like these whole like heads so we try to get ourselves some like whole like cow heads like we've got some bull heads coming and we're just trying to sort of do a little bit of a snapshot of Favicur in Sydney so it's all you know very us but with a touch of Magnus there was recently an article by a typically frumpy American, I think American critic, about how uh, Nordic cuisine is dead. Yeah, it was a really interesting article, that one. Like, um, oh, We'll put it up, the actual link, but I can't remember who the writer was. But he was a funny one because he wanted to like name drop that he was one of the first you know, overseas writers to talk about Noma. And he was so Noma and he hosted the Mad Food Festival. And he, he really wanted to use the the whole hype behind Nordic food, but then he also wanted to just sort of slag on it. You Shit know? all over it, yeah. And I think he had a sort of valid point, which was that, you know, some people are doing a really bad execution of it. But like, it's such an... Like, why write an article saying that something is dead when your main point is some people are doing it great and yeah. other people aren't? Exactly. And I don't know, like, I'm not in the print media, so I don't know, but whether or not it's just a poor editor's choice for, like, you know, clickbait heading or what... But no, he definitely said it a, a yeah. multiple times that, so that it was over. He had a semi-valid point because there are some people doing it really shit. Some people do it really great. You know, but then it's, for me, like, he had a throwaway line in there about, like, how natural wine is shit. And yeah, it's, what like, was up with that? Hand grenade bottles. It's like, fuck off, dude. Like, so that just sort of showed to me that it was a bit of a fucking nothing piece, which is a shame because I, I don't ever mind people calling, calling out, you know, styles or fads or trends, you know. And there is some people doing terrible versions, so it was probably almost valid. Yeah. Um, the guy who, who wrote it, um, his name was Lars Hineskov Eriksson. Yeah. And uh, so he's probably not American. Yeah, clearly. 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 <laughs> but he's, he's, uh, he's previously written a really great guide to eating pizza in which he just says, if you want the best pizza in the world, just go to Naples because everywhere is good. Um, which is, again, pretty easy article to write. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's a good one. Ever wanted sushi? Head to Japan. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like, what an informative piece of paper. All right, you're getting dangerously close to last week's me, me being on holiday territory. <laughs> so, sorry, no Japanese talk. Um, so let's, let's, let's cut to the, uh, the reason that we're in Centennial Park right now, which is to force <laughs> me to eat some fucking weeds. <laughs> uh, Gemma is still foraging, so we'll call her over now. And, uh, the phone. She's on her phone. She's, no, she's, uh, she's got her phone out. I'm pretty sure she's looking up, is this weed poisonous? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, she's not coming. Oh. oh, they just tipped all over the ground too. Now they're, so, they're dirtier. So far, I've been uh, in Centennial Park about 10 minutes and I've eaten a fly. So you have that to compare it with as far as Centennial Park cuisine goes. Yeah, well, you could get a lot of people to pay a lot of money to put flies on top of their food. It's very <laughs> on point. <laughs> okay, let's start with this one. This is part of the Brassica family. So it's like wild canola. Uh-huh. So eat the leaves and you can eat the yellow flowers. Okay, cool. And where would I find these leaves? What dishes? So... <laughs> The flowers Would they be the, incorporated into a dish or would they just be scattered on top? Usually upside down on someone's plate. All right, I'm going to try with a leaf first. So a little bit of mustardy. Not the most revolting thing we'll give you. Um, that's fine. It kind of tastes like, you know, like, a, like when you buy like a mixed salad bag and there's always like <laughs> some random bits of like possibly rocket and it's not. That's fine. <laughs> that's it. It's in the possibly rocket category. Right, that's fine. It's very edible. <laughs> that's good. Okay, let's move on to this one. It's called Fat Hen. Fat hen. It's like a spinachy thing, and it's completely useless. <laughs> and it's found on a lot of plates of food. All right, all right. So munch on some leaves, like a good old koala bear. <laughs> and this just straight up just tastes like grass. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those must-have garnishes. <laughs> so so far, no no big remarkable flavors coming through, but that might be a good thing. Okay, here's a remarkable flavor. This leaf is often found upside down. <laughs> Uh, never facing upright. It's one of those tricky ones that always just falls over on itself. This is nasturtium leaf. Looks dangerously like my least favorite herb of all time, which is the, uh, I think it's called fish herb in Vietnamese. Oh, I hate fish herb. tastes like toilet. Yeah, um, it's so, horrible. So it has that to compete with. Let's see how we go. Fish herb's not my vibe either. I fucking really struggle with it. Oh, yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It, yeah, it could almost be good, but then it really, oh man, that's got a bad aftertaste. <laughs> <laughs> the the joys. Okay. It's like weirdly sweet, but also extremely like uh, like caustic tasting. That's it. So now we'll move on to something. So you know when you're in like a nice, really proper like like Lebanese joint, they got beautiful, big, fresh, succulent kind of purslane leaves. Yeah, yeah. Here's the shitty, dried, crappy, white wild version. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Again, adorned on many plates. Not as nice. Yeah, I mean, again, it just kind of tastes like like leaf. Yeah, a lot of leaves. So here's one. This is wild carrot. Wild carrot. Okay. Wild carrot flowers. So you can eat those flowers. They're quite nice. And I like wild carrot to be honest. The leaves taste like carrot. And it's very pretty. Yeah. And you, you would you would definitely bulk out some um, cheap wedding flower bouquet, bouquets of these flowers for sure. Definitely. You ever eaten some wedding flowers? <laughs> Not generally. I have. I'll compare it to this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This sucks, bro. You said this was a good one. Yeah, well, you want to like turn Oh, man. Jesus. God. Eat some leaf. <laughs> it's probably dirty. <laughs> How many more of these have we got left? This is the last one. You finished with this. Is this. So, obviously, you've saved the best till last? That's, it's the carrot leaf. Oh, this is the carrot. So, we have the yeah. carrot flower. And the carrot, the carrot leaf. leaf. So, there are, there are carrots like growing in Centennial Park? Yeah, if you know where to look. Okay. Well, that was a massive lie. We brought that with us from the Southern oh, Highlands. <laughs> it was like beyond bitter. <laughs> uh, so that was Levin's Eats Wild Weeds. <laughs> An ongoing series that will eventually lead to my death. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, I'll bring you some more shit. <laughs> Thanks for watching Levin suffer. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, um, have you ever foraged anything that you like, like don't know is edible and use it anyway? Uh, no, I never do. That's good of you, man. I think that's irresponsible. Although I have foraged some shit, which oh. is like really fucking delicious. And then I got one and it was fucking horrible. So I ate this berry, this Dianella berry. Mm-hmm. And it's this little blue berry and it looks like, like 
fucking blueberries and like they're really fucking good and i remember i grabbed a big handful one day and i smashed them and they'd gone way past ripe and went to this astringent bitter horrible fuck and i was in the middle of nowhere and i was just stuck and my mouth went to sand and i was like in the worst fucking possible kind of i was cunt it was horrible (laughs) it was cunt is what you just said it was cunt All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this little bonus episode of The Mitchin. Uh, you can find us at Rootstock this weekend at Carriageworks over yeah. both days. Go buy some sake or, or, or hear Mike uh, wank on about coffee. That's it. Espressos all around. Bring some weeds. Get Pay them yeah. back. If you have some weeds in your gut, doesn't matter if they're edible or not. Mike will eat them. It's got iron stomach. Uh, you can find us online, facebook.com slash The Mitchin, or hit us up and email at themitchin at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely. And bring us gifts. We love presents. Cakes or anything like that. Just you weeds. Want, yeah, weed, weed cake. No, not weeds. <laughs> not weeds. Oh, let's get some good stuff. Who's a baker out there? We must have a baker fan. If you're coming to Rootstock, bake us a cake. And we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> and there'll be another episode up earlier next week from Rootstock. Uh, you can find Mike at Instagram.com slash Pinbone. Myself, Instagram.com slash Levdog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G. Thanks so much for listening. Peace. It's the Mission Podcast. 